Thank you, Jesus. King of the living God, we exalt your holy name. For you alone are worthy of all our praise, Lord Jesus. Lord, we commit today's meditation into your hands. Lord, we ask that your presence be made known in our midst in the name of Jesus. Have your way, have your way, Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we worship. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotion on Iron Sharpen Iron. I will continue with our reading from the book of Romans. And today we will be reading Romans 14 and 15. I read. Welcome all the Lord's followers, even those whose faith is weak. Don't criticize them for having beliefs that are different from yours. Some think it is all right to eat anything while those whose faith is weak will eat only vegetables. But you should not criticize others for eating or for not eating. After all, God welcomes everyone. What right do you have to criticize someone else? Only their Lord can decide if they are doing right, and the Lord will make sure that they do right. Some of the lost followers think one day is more important than another. Others think all days are the same. But each of you should make up your own mind. Any followers who count one day more important than another do it to honor the Lord. And any followers who eat meat give thanks to God just like the ones who don't eat meat. Whether we live or die, it must be for God, rather than for ourselves. Whether we live or die, it must be for the Lord. Alive or dead, we still belong to the Lord. This is because Christ died and rose to life, so that it would be the Lord of the dead and of the living. Why do you criticize other followers of the Lord? Why do you look down on them? The day is coming when God will judge all of us. In the scriptures, God says, I swear by my very life that everyone will kneel down and praise my name. And so, each of us must give an account to God for what we do. 13. We must stop judging others. We must also make up our minds not to upset anyone's faith. The Lord Jesus has made it clear to me that God considers all food fit to eat. But if you think some foods are unfit to eat, then for you, they are not fit. If you are hurting others by the foods you eat, you are not guiding by love. Don't let your appetite destroy someone Christ died for. Don't let your right to eat bring shame to Christ. God's kingdom isn't about eating and drinking. It is about pleasing God, about living in peace, and about 
true happiness. All this comes from the Holy Spirit. If you serve Christ in this way, you will please God and be respected by people. 19. We should try to live at peace and help each other have a strong faith. Don't let your appetite destroy what God has done. All foods are fit to eat, but it is wrong. It is wrong to cause problems for others by what you eat. It is best not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else that causes problems for other followers of the Lord. What you believe about those things should be kept between you and God. You are fortunate if your actions don't make you have doubts. 23, the last verse. But if you do have doubts about what you hate, you are going against your beliefs and you know that is wrong because anything you do against your belief is sin. Chapter 15. If our faith is strong, we should be patient with the lost followers whose faith is weak. We should try to please them instead of ourselves. We should think of their good and try to help them by doing what pleases them. Even Christ did not try to please himself. But as the scriptures say, the people who insulted you also insulted me. And the scriptures were written to teach and encourage us by giving us hope. God is the one who makes us patient and cheerful. I pray that he will help you live at peace with each other as you follow Christ. Then all of you together will praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 7. Honor God by accepting each other as Christ has accepted you. I tell you that Christ came as a servant of the Jews to show that God has kept the promises he made to their famous ancestors. Christ also came so that the Gentiles would praise God for being kind to them. It is just as the scriptures say, I will tell the nations about you and I will sing praises to your name. The scriptures also say to the Gentiles, Come and celebrate with God's people. Again, the scriptures say, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, all you nations, come and worship him. Isaiah says, Someone from David's family will come to power. He will rule the nations and they will put their hope in him. I pray that God, who gives hope, will bless you with complete happiness and peace because of your faith. And may the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with hope. 14. My friend, I am sure that you are very good and that you have all the knowledge you need to teach each other. But I have spoken to you plainly and have tried to remind you of some things. God treated me with undeserved grace. He chose me to be a servant of Christ Jesus for the Gentiles and to do the work of a priest in the service of his good news. God did this so that the Holy Spirit could make the Gentiles into a holy offering, 
displeasing to him. Because of Christ Jesus, I can take pride in my service for God. In fact, all I will talk about is how Christ let me speak and work so that the Gentiles would obey him. Indeed, I will tell how Christ worked miracles and wonders by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have preached the good news about him all the way from Jerusalem to Helicrum. But I have always tried to preach where people have never heard about Christ. I am like a builder who doesn't build on someone else's foundation. It is just as the scriptures say. All who haven't been told about him will see him. And those who haven't heard about him will understand. 22. My work has always kept me from coming to see you. Now there is nothing left for me to do in this part of the world. And for years, I have wanted to visit you. So I plan to stop off on my way to Spain. Then after a short but refreshing visit with you, I hope you will quickly send me on. I am now on my way to Jerusalem to deliver the money that the Lord followers in Macedonia and Akai collected for God's needy people. This is Paul's plan to visit uh, Rome. 27. This is something they really wanted to do. But sharing their money with the Jews was also like paying back a debt because the Jews had already shared their spiritual blessing with the Gentiles. After I have safely delivered this money, I will visit you and then go to Spain. And when I do arrive in Rome, I know it will be with the full blessings of Christ. My friends, by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the love that comes from the Holy Spirit, I beg you to pray sincerely with me and for me. Pray that God will protect me from the unbelievers in Judea and that his people in Jerusalem will please will be pleased with what I am doing. Ask God to let me come to you and have a pleasant and refreshing visit. 33, which is the last verse. I pray that God, who gives peace, will be with you, all of you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen, amen. Uh, thank you for staying connected. And today, I will want to leave us with the word from the book of Isaiah 41.10. So the Lord says to you, dear brothers and sisters, don't worry, I am with you. Don't be afraid, I am your God. I will make you strong and protect you everywhere you go. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. This is the word of the Lord to us today. Hold on to it and stay connected. Bye, people of God. I'll see us tomorrow by God's grace. Bye.